let's address something that we should all be made aware of. When you fall in love with someone, what's the first thing that attracts you to that person? Now, if you say social status, you would be incorrect. When you love someone, when you truly love someone, you look past all of that. And I got into this a little bit of a debate with this woman on Facebook. It was something that she said that irritated me. She said to every man that was out there, do not fall in love or be with someone, be with a woman who is broke because she can't be stable for you and she can't provide for you. First of all, how do you make a statement like that? Do you think that that's what men care about when they fall in love with someone? That shouldn't even be a factor. It's insulting to say that because when other women pick that up, they're like, well, he's not going to be interested in me because I wouldn't be able to provide for him. How dare you say something like that to all of the men out there? Men's ideals for women and the type of women they're looking for should not be based off of if they have a financial standing. Because again, money, money always plays a part in everything, right? in what we wear, what we eat, where we live. You know, everything has money attached to it. Now think about this. When you have someone you truly love, you gotta look past all of that. And I think that when she made that statement, she made it so that, listen, men, and this is what she said. She goes, I think all of you men should know that when you fall in love with someone, you should not You should not fall in love with someone who's broke. In other words, a broke woman can't provide for you. A broke woman has uh, no way of supporting you. How dare you? That's like saying, avoid all women that are broke, that don't have a financial standing. Their status is less than nothing. In other words, they're poison. That's basically what you're saying, right? Women can get offended easily when another woman says that and will stick up for the males because the males are looking for a woman that has money. First of all, there's a name for that for men who only go after women for their money. The same way that women go after men for their money. A woman is known as a gold digger because again, she has the only thing that she has in her mind is what he can give her, his lifestyle. And when a man goes after a woman with money, there's a name for him too. Trying to figure out what it is though. I don't know if it's gold digger, but let's just say, when you have sights on a woman, is that the first thing that you look at to see whether or not they have money? What happens if you fall in love with someone regardless of where they come from and who they are? It shouldn't matter, right? We don't pick women and men based off of their financial backing, but a lot of them do. It's like saying, for instance, and I've seen this done online, there are certain online groupings that are only catered to certain individuals of a certain class. Upper middle class, upper middle class. Middle class, middle class, lower class, lower class. Now what happens if you cross over? What happens if you cross over? You meet someone who's in the upper class, but you're middle class. Now you're not rich, but you're not poor. You're in the middle, right? You make decent living. You're able to pay your bills on time. And you're also able to contribute. 
Then you meet someone who's upper middle class. Now, we're not going to say if it's a male or female, but you can kind of get the gist of it. Should that part be made into effect? If I say I love you because I know that you can provide for me, what am I looking, what am I asking you? I'm asking you, do you have money? I wouldn't ask that of you, okay? Because it's none of my business if you do or you don't. I will love you as you are. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you based off of what your financial status is. And I think a lot of day, a lot of times people, when they go out on dates, that's what they look for. They're looking for someone who can provide for them. Someone that they can live off. And I had said to someone that I care about, look, I will help you out as much as I can. But when it comes to you helping me out, I'm not interested. He's like, he took offense to that. I'm like, wait a minute now. You've got to understand my background. you got to understand where I come from. If I were to help someone, if I was walking by and I was to help someone that was down on their luck, they look like they haven't eaten in a week, they don't have any warm clothes, they haven't even found a place to sleep. Here, I will give you what I have, but I don't expect anything in return. The only thing I ask of you, all of you, is to show a little compassion. Show some compassion. There's not enough compassion and kindness in the world. A lot of the, the YouTube videos that I'm looking at, if you look at some of the YouTube videos and they're very straightforward, they will tell you, hey, look, this is what we're looking for. We want people to show some compassion to pay it forward. What do I mean by that? There's so much that I want to tell all of you. And I think I need to tell all of you this. how you grew up, how you were brought up, defines who you, who you will become, who, who you will become in life when you get older. You know, my mother and father, again, were broke. They grew up in extreme poverty. They grew up in extreme poverty. And even when they got out of the poverty and my father found a way to provide for his family, not once did my father say to my mother, I don't love you or I don't want to be with you because you are broke. When you say that to a woman, that's the only thing that you have on your mind is, if she has money, I will love her more. But if she doesn't have money, I will still love her. A true man will say, it wouldn't matter to me if she has money or doesn't have money. That's not what's important. I will love her for her. I will love her for her, not what she stands for. When you put a dollar sign, a price, yeah, a dollar sign, let's say, a monetary symbol next to a person, shame on you. And my mother and father loved each other regardless. Again, he didn't look at her and say, hey, look, you know, I can't be with you because you can't provide for me. First of all, my mother never worked outside the home. She kept a house in order. She was a fantastic housewife and mother. And she had the opportunity to make a living outside. She chose not to. My father was okay with that. Either way, my father was okay. It didn't matter if you work outside of the home you work in the home it does not matter it doesn't matter 
But you have to ask yourself this question that it bears repeating. And you have to say to yourself, when you truly love someone, truly, 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 truly love someone, it shouldn't really matter of their financial backing. And I understand why people want to be with someone who can provide for them. But then I think to myself, when you make a statement like that, and this woman really attacked all the women, she defended the males and said to the, to the men out there, don't fall in love with a woman that's broke because she's not going to support you. In other words, she's not good enough for you. I told all of you in past episodes that being a woman is the hardest job. Women have it harder than men because women do everything. They wear many hats. Career woman, mother, wife, caregiver, healer, teacher, they're everything. They do more. They provide for their families. And even if some of the women out there don't work and they have a husband that provides for them, they still manage to help out. They help out with the finances when needed and the expenses and the bills and whatnot. But when you start to tell me the only, and, and you start to, and I hear it now, and I wanted to kind of get into it, but this one's like, how dare you say that to all these men out there? There are some men that doesn't, it doesn't matter to them if the woman has a bank balance or an account or money of her own. That shouldn't matter. That's why I think, not just here in this part of the world, but everywhere, everybody's so money hungry. Uh, you see it more on social media. Social media flaunts people's wealth and everything that they have but in deep down inside if you really look at someone really peel back the layers and look at that person they are not truly happy yes you may have all of this does it make you truly happy no it doesn't I can honestly tell all of you honestly tell all of you and I will be honest with you in how I live I don't have to show to all of you that I have money. If I have it, I'm not going to announce it to everybody. That's the one thing you should never do is announce to people what you have or don't have. Let them figure it out. Let them figure it out. You know, a lot of people, when they, when they come into money, they do stupid things with it. You know why? They get very careless with the money that they have. Say, for instance, you win this tremendous amount of money. Smart thing to do is to put some of it away, invest maybe half of it. What I would do is give back. Give to every person I can come into contact with and say, hey, I'm going to give you this amount, but you will use it wisely. You will get yourself out of this depression. You will go out there be a better version of you you will go out there and do something with yourself there is no hey I have to find a place to stay or I have children I have to feed or I haven't eaten myself and when I see families that are out there in the colds and that have nothing nothing to their name there was one that really touched my heart a husband and wife I said, oh, I'm taking care of my husband because he has terminal cancer. They were homeless. They didn't have anything. 
And this what this is what happens when you have an illness when you don't have the proper drugs and medication to take care of yourself. You're gonna die anyway, right? Regardless of whether or not you get saved. Do you think anybody that was walking by this couple helped? The only one, a good Samaritan came out and says, We're gonna help you. We're gonna get what you need so that your husband's life is prolonged. Even though he was dying. She was giving him medication. She was trying to make him comfortable. He was crying. This guy came out of nowhere, a good Samaritan, and offered some money and a place for them to stay. A chance at life again. A chance to live. Because cancer again. Everybody says cancer is a death sentence. And in some, in some parts of the world, it is a death sentence when you don't have the proper medication, when you don't have the proper treatment, and when you don't have the finances to get yourself treated. Every time I look at someone, I cry. Every time I see someone in some type of pain, I cry. And more so, when people are walking by someone. When you walk walk into New York City. You ever go into New York City? I have. I see how many people holding up signs. Everybody just walks by like nothing. They'll walk over them, around them, not even acknowledge them. How can you tell me you're a human being? Doesn't that bother you? It bothers me. They're people. They're people. They're people. And they once had jobs. They once had a, a roof over their head. They once had a life. What happened? We don't know. And we are not going to sit there and judge be judge, jury, and execution. We are not going to do that. We as humans have to give back, no matter, no matter what the cost might be. I don't like it when I hear sadness in someone's voice. It pains me. It pains me. And I've seen the YouTube, how these good Samaritans just help. But they did a social experiment. The guy was holding up a sign saying, I haven't eaten in this amount of time. People walked by him. People walked by him and didn't even acknowledge him. I'm like, and you call yourself someone with compassion? That could be someone you know. It could be a relative, a friend, whoever. Is that how you're going to treat your own family members? No, right? Oh, uh, I, I shouldn't. It's not my problem. It is your problem. The world right now is very money hungry. Everybody's out to get that piece of the pie, right? But there are people out there that are suffering as we speak. You go to the poorest of the poor. I can honestly say to you, me sitting in my living room right now talking about this is tearing me up. How I grew up with my mother and father had said to me, you will help the poorest of the poor. Because when I look at my mother and father, they grew up in that type of condition. They grew up in that type of that type of terror, that type of of a situation when you're young and you had to be in charge of your siblings and help out your parents in those rough times, then you can understand. You have a heart, right? You're not going to walk away. There are people that do that, though. And there are people that say, why should we help them? Because why not? Humans helping humans. Do you know when you do one kind act for someone, you can repeat it. You can be their hero. You can be their healer. You can be their inspiration because when one day they will come back to that same person and say to you, since you helped me out, now it's my turn. 
This is what we mean by paying it forward. There are two kinds of people that my father told me that are in this world, givers and receivers. Which one are you? Are you a giver? Are you a receiver? I, myself, will answer that for you. I'm a giver because I have a hard time receiving. Not that I have any, uh, you know, I have no gratitude if someone gave me something. I just feel that giving to me is one of the greatest things that you can do. And it makes you feel good when you start doing all these acts of kindness. Now, if we can all do that. But to make a statement, like on Facebook, this woman claims that, oh yeah, I'm gonna defend the males. Males, stay away from women that don't have anything. How dare you say that? Not all men feel the same way. And a lot of women take offense to that. A lot of women think, well, he's not going to like me because I can't give him what, I, what he wants. Believe it or not, if you start judging someone because of what they don't have versus what they have, shame on you. Because the only thing you're thinking about is, well, I can pretend to love her because right now she's helping me. But then after all is said and done and she's helped me, I can just leave her. This is the worst thing that you can do is play with someone's emotions and use them in that sense. There are men that have that intention to do that then that's not the man you need to be with. You need to say to yourself, I've done so much for you and this is the thanks I'm getting. You're going to walk out on me after everything I've done for you? Now, there are men that are compassionate and understand, hey, look, we are living in tough times. And even the people who have the most amount of money are still going through a struggle. You think because you see them on social media, oh, oh yeah, I have no cares in the world. I'm financially secure and set. No. Just like we are going through in our daily lives where we're paying bills and putting food on the table, putting ourselves through life. This is basically what it's called as life. Do I feel guilty for not having much? No. And even if I had a certain amount of financial security, I still feel that part of that could go to good use. There's a lot of people can waste money. Whether you're inherited, you're born rich, or you come into it, use that money wisely. If you have bills and debt, take yourself out of debt. Then you can begin to repair your life and repair the lives that are around you. Lives are precious. All lives are precious. I actually made a video about that last year, and it got some views. And I was thinking about people across in one part of the world, the children. Children right now are dying of famine and disease and sickness. Should they? They're never gonna have a chance to grow up. They're never gonna have a chance to become someone. You can have someone to be the next president or, or, or be a doctor or a lawyer. That opportunity will be wiped out because of our own greediness here. We have to compare the children of today versus the children of yesterday. If you look at the decades, every decade was different and how you grew up and how you were taught. You were taught to be respectful, to be kind, to, to always help someone in need, even if you have very little to give. But again, there are people out there that are selfish and want all of that money to themselves. Shame on you. You know, I will admit to all of you, I'll admit to all of you, it hasn't been easy for me. I'm struggling. 
I will admit it to all of you. And you know what? I am not ashamed to admit it. We all come into some type of turmoil in our life. We all come into some type of, of um, a crisis. But I never forget the people that are in my life. You know, I mean, nobody in my family understands, and I don't want to have to explain to them my views on things, because I separate myself from my family. My family doesn't understand me. They never did. Never did understand me, you know? That's fine. I don't expect them to. But when I look back at my mother and father, they've had their fair share of struggles. They've had their fair share of disappointment. And they never once said to each other, I'm not going to stick around someone who's not going to help me out. My father and mother came from the same cloth. They were cut from the same cloth, meaning they grew up in the harshest of times and survived it. And my father had such love for my mother. My mother had such love for my father. Never once did I ever hear any of them say, I can't be with you because you can't provide. Do you know how selfish that sounds? That's like saying, well, if you don't have the money, then I'm not going to stick around someone. I won't be able to love you. Do you know how hurtful that is to say to someone? So in other words, you're not really looking for love from someone. You're looking to get something from them. And when you're all, when all is said and done, you're going to take what they have given you and walk away. I'll be honest with you. I don't like people that have that type of character. When I fall in love with someone, I look at their character, but I also look at how they treat others. If you treat others with respect, if you have a kind, understanding human spirit, if you're someone who's real and has an understanding of what is going on around you, I like that because that's an attractive quality. Not someone who's going to just think about one thing. Because again, in this world, all we think about is money, 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 money. I know we have to live on and we have to pay our bills with it. But you know what's more important in life? People. People. Human to human. You know, don't tell me that you can honestly walk by someone who's holding a sign and saying, I haven't eaten in over a month. There was a guy who did a social experiment. And this was in, I don't know exactly what city. It looked like New York City, but I could be wrong. I saw it on YouTube and I was crying. He had a sign. Everybody walked over him, ignored him. He fell back down onto the concrete with the sign. He hadn't eaten in over a month. And he was very sick. Not one person came up to him and said, Hey, look, I'm going to give you some money. I'm going to help you out. Not one person. And this, again, this was a social experiment. But if this guy had been really homeless and had not really eaten anything and has was really sick there that tells you the world does not care they don't care that could be someone that you know that could be someone in your family or or, or someone that meant some something to you you need to tell me you're gonna walk right by see i looked at him like i'd be one of those people who say you need some help because the more you give and the more you care, it shows me the kind of character you have. I don't like people that are stuck up. I don't like people that have everything and just flaunt it. I stay away from social media. Why? Because social media is a bad, bad example. Social media just draws people to do the most craziest things. Social media attacks people, puts them pitting against one another. 
If you think about how many people on this earth are trying to compete with one another through social media, and I think it was a better time, a simpler time, when there was no social media. Because, again, everything now is online. You know, everyone wants to make a name for themselves. Everyone wants to go out there and do what they have to do. But I'll be honest with you, I don't like it. I don't like the idea that you have to go out there and show off. You know, I don't like seeing tears. I don't like hearing sadness. And when there's children involved, oh, that breaks my heart. And I had this discussion a while ago with my sister. We were coming out of a warehouse cup. And she goes, there's a family that lives in the parking lot, mother, father, and child. And they have this little cardboard box that they live. And I'm like, oh my God. Now, my, my sister made a sarcastic remark. And I'm like, she goes, I don't understand why they can't go get a job. I'm like, maybe there's a reason why. Maybe they tried and they, they got turned away. Oh, come on, it's not that difficult. Excuse me? Do you know how long it took me to find a job? Yeah, but it's different. Why is it different? Why? And, and you know the reason why she attacked them? She said, look at the way they're dressed. Yeah, and what's your point? Maybe that's the only outfit that they have. Maybe they don't have a, a wardrobe like me and you. But they have a child. They're looking for a place to stay and food. And you're just going to say, well, that's not our problem. It is our problem. It's a problem that if we don't do something about it now, there will be millions more like them all over the world. You're going to tell me to walk by and that's not going to bother you? That bothers me. I can go up there and say, hey, look, I see that you guys haven't eaten anything. You know, I want to know more about you as a family. Tell me about your story. I want to sit there and just really want to get to know you so I can see what I can do to help you out. Now, some people want the help and some people don't. And there are some people that are ashamed. I'm like, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed to tell me how you came to be, how you got yourself into the situation. I'm not here to judge you. And I'm not here to criticize you. I have an understanding because I look back at my parents when they were young and they went through something like that similar my mother and father and their family grew up in abject poverty. And poverty is something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. They're ashamed. Why are you ashamed? There is nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, your circumstances shape you as a human being, as a, as a child. You know, when you're a child and when you have, you have terrific parents. You have parents that you, you know, have set an example for you. Now, my mother and father had told me that, my mother and father had told me that um, in your lifetime, you're going to come across someone who needs your help. What are you going to do? Are you going to turn your back on them? Are you going to be the good citizen, the good person that you are, and you're going to help them? I said, I'm going to help them. And I've heard this from people. It's like, well, now a lot of people will stick their nose where it doesn't belong. They go, why do you want to help them? Excuse me. They are human beings. What if that was someone that you knew? You're telling me you're not going to help? You're just going to walk out there, hold your head up with that snobbish attitude that you have and say, that's not my problem. It is the world's problem. God is watching over us now. God will frown upon you if you even, if you don't give any help to this individual. There are people that just don't want to get involved. But then you say to yourself, if it's somebody in your family, you would, right? We are all God's children, all of us. And if we 
decide that we are not going to help, the situation will only get worse. How many more people are you going to come across that you're going to run into that are going to have this issue where they don't have food, they don't have a place to stay, they're down on their luck, they can't even find a job, nobody will take them. You see somebody come up to you wearing rags and wants to get a job, look at the reaction that people give to another person because of that. And the guy said, would you hire me? As if he was talking to me, yeah, sure, I would hire you. I don't care what you look like on the outside, I don't. What I care is that you are willing to work your hardest, you're willing to do whatever it takes to get yourself out of the situation. If you need help along the way, I'm here. Get the negative thoughts. Say a prayer every single time. Pray for a miracle. I know a lot of people that have hardships. I know a lot of people that have gone through hard hard times. There's a lot of people that have gone through hard times. Harder times, if you want to call it that. But I will do this one thing. I will help all of you. I want all of you to do me a favor. Anyone who's listening out there, wherever you are in the world, doesn't matter if you're here or over and overseas, I want you to at least help one person. You come across a person who has no money, no food, not a decent place to live, no clothes. I want you to help them out. If you do one act of kindness, it's contagious. So in case one person will do it, then it'll be followed by another, another. It'll be like a chain. And you will feel good. Because we all need kindness and compassion in this world. It's a shame that people attack each other in public. Or the worst thing that you can do is just walk over someone, ignore them, pretend they don't exist. They're a living creature. They're a human being, for crying out loud. You know, a lot of people always wonder, how do the homeless get homeless? There's always a story behind every person. And if you sit down and find out more about them, you can learn a lot. Some people are ashamed to tell of their circumstances. Don't tell me that you're ashamed. I want to I know more about how you came to be. I'm, again, I'm not going to sit there and judge you. I have an understanding of the human spirit. I'm not one to judge or criticize or make fun of. There are people that do that, and I think that's very cruel if you do that. I mean, it's somebody that you, you know, you have someone in your family, someone that you care about, but you turn away from them? No. Think of these people as a part of your family. Think of these people as someone that you will do right by. You will do right by. Because I hate to think that there's someone out there who... Well, let me just put it this way. I hate to think that there's somebody out there who is living this type of life, living in pain crying all the time but it's very hurtful when there's children involved because children don't need to be in this type of situation you know their parents are doing their best he said oh we're doing our best to give our children a good life and look what happened I said but your children are not walking away from you they understand you know I look at my mother and father again as the example that they had to grow up in the harshest of time and they survived it but my father when he got older never said well you know I don't love your mother because you know she doesn't have what, or she can't give me what I need. Well, what is it that you need from her? Love, right? Everybody needs love. Everybody needs comfort. Everybody needs a hug or, 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 or a handshake or whatever it is that you, you, know, you want to give. 
I can give free, I can give books to people. As a matter of fact, I could train or teach. If none of you knows how to read, there's some people that don't have an education, don't know how to read. I can help you with that. We could do it a nice, we can do it a different way. And not in the way that other people think, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Look, the hardest part of living, if there is a hard part, because everyone seems, oh, life is hard. It's hard if you make it hard on yourself. It is hard if you make it hard on yourself. Life is a challenge, yes. Life is like a giant classroom. We're constantly learning and we're at different levels in our life. Not all of us can achieve to the top on the first try. Because again, you have to fail in order to succeed. Failures are strengths. Mistakes, strengths. When you show emotions, strengths. They're not weaknesses. Whoever told you they're weaknesses, seriously. Why do you listen to someone who thinks they know it all? In all honesty, I will guarantee, I will bet you, even the richest of the rich, the people who have money, the people who have money, are struggling. They're not let, They're not telling you, right? They're not going to come out and say, hey, everybody, I'm going through a struggle. No. You know why? Whether it's out of shame or whether it's of pride, they won't say to you, hey, look, I have all of this. I made a bad business deal or I made a mistake and I lost it. And actually, there is one that kind of touched me. I felt hurt by it. You know, the, 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 uh, the Jamaican runner, I think he's from Jamaica, Usain Bolt. Someone took money from him, scammed him out of thousands and thousands of dollars. And he went out on a video and he talked about it. Then you think to yourself, are there people out there that are that cruel? Oh, you bet. There are so many people out there that are very, very cruel. There are many people that want to do harm, even to someone like himself. Now, he's not letting himself get down. He's upset. He's upset and he's devastated, but you know what? He's doing something about it. He has a voice, he's speaking up, but he's also making a difference. Sometimes you think a crisis, an obstacle, that can never happen to me. I've seen it and I've read about it and it's a shame that people do get taken advantage of or people don't even get a second glance at the ones that need it the most. We need to help out as much as we can. You know, get pay it forward, as I call it, pay it forward. Be a human being that has character. And as for that woman on Facebook, seriously, you need to understand when you fall in love with someone, you don't look at someone because of their status. You look at someone who has character, who's compassionate, who's warm. Because again, as I said, and I mentioned to you yesterday from last from yesterday's episode, beauty is only skin deep. If you say to me, oh, I wish I could be pretty. I wish I could be rich. I wish, I wish, I wish. Take out the word wish and says, I will be. I will be beautiful or no i'm sorry let me rephrase it i am beautiful i am strong i am fearless i am independent i am compassionate i am kind you know when you look at someone that has character and integrity and value and the way they were raised look back to their childhood find out more about them do some soul surgeon do really dig deep and find out what they're all about and you'd be surprised. Some people can talk about their circumstances and how they were shaped. Others, not so much. It's the idea of giving. When you give, it really, really makes a tremendous difference. And it helps. And I hope to God with this podcast, because again, I've come through hard times. I'm still going through hard times. But I'm not going to let it stop me from helping the people I love. And if I can't help them at that moment, I will do whatever it takes. 
because I don't want to see anybody suffer. Everybody should be able to live in a world where kindness and compassion are first and foremost. Kindness and compassion come first and everything else will follow. So again, I want all of you, wherever you are in this world, to do something kind for one person or do it for a group of people. But when you do it for one, it will be a continuous cycle. Will you feel guilty? You shouldn't. It will make you feel good inside because you are not only helping yourself and learning at the same time, you're helping another human being get back their life. You're helping a human save a life, save a life save a life. Don't destroy it. God bless all of you. Take care.